Strangers in the Wood is an actual play series drawing elements from gothic fairy tales and 80s fantasy and sci-fi action and horror films. As such, a list of content warnings will always be made available in the description. I think I heard everybody clap. I think we're synced. Cool. Okay. I think. Okay. We're in it I think now. So. Do you want do we do you want to do another one or let's what do, do, you one do, more. Here? Let's <laughs> do one more? Let's do one more just in case. <laughs> okay. Just in case. Forty five. Let's do it on forty five. Yep. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Strangers in the Wood. I am your humble dungeon. No, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. I can't believe I almost said the cursed words. Crash. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, high key cringe. Um, <laughs> I am your humble game master, Kendrick Smith. I use they, he pronouns, and you can find me everywhere on the internet at Kendo Makes Films. And with me today, I have my lovely, lovely uh, players and, deep and dear friends, starting here with Gus. You know, some somehow you've said uh, me every the first time, every time. And I'm still always not ready for it. Um, hi. You're the I'm, first on the list. So. Yeah, I know. Hi. I'm Gus, or August, if you will. Uh, I use he, him pronouns. I uh, play, uh, I play the, the Walter Weasel. I play the Walter Weasel. My favorite <laughs> instrument. S-tier <laughs> 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 <Just>, instrument. <laughs> poke his head and he squeaks <laughs> is that a woodwind technically i think it would yeah, be a woodwind yeah right oh percussion makes sense Maybe. uh where can people find you on the internet oh i am on oh, i'm on a, i'm on things i'm on things i swear i'm on things um <laughs> like twitter uh at august nobby uh and also um Actually, that's pretty much it right now. I'm working well, on it. I'm working on it. I feel you. I understand. It takes time. Yeah. Um. Also, with uh, with me today is Hilda. Hello. That's me. I also really bad <laughs> at these intros. I, don't, I still okay. don't know what I'm supposed to do either. Uh, I play Dorothy. Name. Okay. 
she's she's great um and and go follow my cat elliot on social media elliot the kitty cat that's two l's and two t's in elliot and uh what what pronouns do you use she her sorry again bad at intros (laughs) no it's fine we're gonna get in it we're gonna we're gonna figure it out and last Sorry, jeez, I was swallowing the last bit of a cough drop. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And last, but certainly not least, Marcy. Hi, um, I'm in sync. I use bye 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 pronouns. (laughs) (laughs) You can find me at Twitter at in sync. No, no, no. This is a falsehood. For everybody who is not in our particular group chat, which is most people. Which is basically every human being on the planet Earth. Every human being on the planet except for five people. Uh, Marcy posted a, a gif of sync just thrusting. Just going at it. Just going it's at kind it. Of, it's kind of admirable. I, I hope to achieve their power. Yeah, we had to delete it because it was very distracting. <laughs> Um, but what what are your real uh, what are your real socials and pronouns and name? What do you mean? You're shut not. up! Just okay. shut up! <laughs> All cannot. right, that's that's how you want people to know you for, for this yeah. episode. This, I'm cool with that. You okay, in sync. This uh, is the first episode that they're actually hearing if they're doing it right. So yeah. oh, that's, that's just how they know right. you now. I am I am all five members at once. Wow, that's hey. You know what? Um... I respect I respect your identity as that. Thanks. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I guess oh we're just God. not getting your name, which is fine. <laughs> I'm just my brain is like has that as like an unchecked box and is really trying to figure out how to move on for here. Mercy Mercy decided the, she no longer wants to be associated with this podcast. And, yeah, uh, I guess so. Um, that's fine. She's looking that's, to rebrand. Yeah. You know what? That's totally, that's fine. I respect that. What'd you do to him? This was the most recent gift the stranger gave me. He is currently in the process of becoming a new form for my children. And she looks over towards the sack, which is just stop writhing. Out flops Edward, the large German shepherd-headed man. Just like on the ground, there's like a moment of like stillness and like the body begins to like twitch and flail a little bit and like this weird contorting motions. That was my friend. You, you, you killed him. Why would you do that? Again, there's no emotion here she looks at you and just very plainly says my children needed a form and this was his gift they where spiders belong in the dark away from everybody as soon as you call her a spider she reaches out to grab you dorothy um Dakota takes the the break and kind of also kind of runs at Edgar and tries to like s- like slash open the underneath of his stomach. Oh, awesome! 
you dodge out of the way as he is trying to jump onto you and you get him like right in the stomach and you cut deep into the side of his body and uh, you cut in deep, but there is no blood, only spiders. I have a plan. We should leave. I agree. Uh, That's a great plan. That's a great plan. How do we leave? What about this, uh, what about this light cone from the ceiling? Yeah, I mean, there's webbing all the way up to the ceiling. Like, you could potentially climb. I do want to do the thing with the fire, though. Okay. I think he gets a few pieces of firewood, like, burning, and then just sort of, like, starts spreading them around the room. She goes, she's coming, like, towards you with the speed of a furious spider. You, like, start running off towards, like, uh, like, off towards, like, the the middle of the room, like, going left. And then she quickly, like, with her extremely long appendages, goes out to grab you again. And you're able to slip out, but not before she grabs that flashlight from your hand. Dakota turns after hearing like Dorothy like yell after getting hit and sprints and starts waving the brake like on fire like at Rose and yells, everyone start climbing now. Rose, you're a person. You're not an animal. He made you that. She doesn't, she doesn't understand what it's like, but you can show her right now. Act like a person. As you say that, she looks back towards you, uh, Walter, as you make this claim about her humanity. And as she looks back, there's also this moment of recognition of the fire that is quickly spreading in this cave. And she looks from you to the fire and then over to Edward. She just looks at you and says, Leave and never return. And she climbs over uh, to where Edward is, picks uh, him up, and starts climbing out of the cavern, uh, making her way towards the ceiling. Uh, and you all see Dorothy uh, running towards her, towards the fire. May I? May I say? Uh, oh my yeah, god! Fuck. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. Fuck. Dakota, okay. Dakota, like gets to her feet and just runs and picks up Dorothy and throws her over her shoulder. She took my flashlight! No! Dorothy, we can get another one. We have to go now. And Dakota starts running towards, like, the wall to start climbing with uh, Dorothy over her shoulder. Marley starts climbing with Walter on her shoulders as well. Um, It takes a while, a couple of minutes. Um, By the time you make it out, uh, she has already, like, been in and out of here. Uh, The fire quickly spreads through this room burning the last symbols of Rose's humanity along with it. The webbing, the bed, the dollhouse, this room, and everything in it is lost in smoke and ashes and cinders as you all climb your way all the way to the top, making your way out. uh, You find yourself on this hill in the middle of the woods and you barely escape before the fire reaches up towards there as well. You're on the grass, exhausted, taking in as much air as you can, having almost passed out from smoke inhalation, but you're out. 
and in the near distance you can see uh, the top of the Ferris wheel uh, from the Botanical Carnival. But here you all are, on this hill in the woods, watching as the smoke from this room rises out of the hole and dissipating into the air far above you. Last time, we left you all off sitting at the top of the kind of hill in the middle of the forest after having just climbed out of Rose's den. There is still wisps of smoke that are rising from the hole, dissipating into the sky above you as the last bits of the fire claim every last flammable thing that was in the room. All the webbing, all the bed, the bed, the table, all of the the toy house and the dolls that she had made, that Rose had made, into ashes, into smoke, rising above the autumn-colored trees of the Sublimes Forest. You all are pretty exhausted. You all have been through a lot this morning. As you all are like starting to kind of reclaim yourself, like starting to come down maybe a little bit uh, from the rush of like having to climb up here, you guys all take stock. And as you look around, you see that everyone here is kind of a little worse for wear. I mean, like Dorothy and Dakota, the two of you have basically been wearing the same clothes for the past three days um, and have been through a lot uh, because of it and like during that period of time and so like all of you are like kind of dirty covered in soot and ash and like little bits of webbing and dirt and your fingernails are all like kind of matted in with like dirt and rocks and such uh from like all of the climbing and like just going through through into the thick of it truly just to get a check-in how's everybody feeling um i'll start uh dakota i mean you know that feeling whenever like you sit at a bonfire for far too long and like your face is just like you can everywhere you go that scent follows you Mm -hmm. um your eyes are burning and no matter how much you rub them like it doesn't seem to soothe that you cough and wheeze hoping to like get some kind of breath without the the denseness of the smoke you've sat in any sort of brisk breeze you can feel is like <coughs> new life being breathed into you. Um, Dakota is, for lack of a better word, pissed uh, at the fact that they were so close to having a peaceful resolution to this sort of heightened uh, confrontation. And seeing it all crumble before them is, it cripples their motivation. I imagine so, especially because like, this time around, it wasn't even Dakota's doing that really made things blow up, yeah. right? Yeah, and also, I mean, seeing seeing Dorothy do this is saddening, you know? Um, seeing this person that Dakota's seen as innocent and kind and sweet, um, capable of this sort of aggression and capable of hurting someone so deeply... Yeah, it is a little eye-opening. And eye-opening in what way? I think that Dakota is more or less thinking about the fact that maybe maybe Dorothy's actions are a result of their own. Mm -hmm. Dakota has modeled these behaviors for Dorothy to follow. Not only is any aggression towards Dorothy pointed at her in particular, 
it's also pointed at themselves. They are kind of blaming themselves for Dorothy doing this and turning Dorothy into someone who's capable of enacting that much hurt on someone. I get you. Um, kind of paint a picture for me of like what what is Dakota doing during this like period of like time where like everybody's catching their breaths and like the smoke is rising from behind you all. Dakota is you know um, on their hands and knees coughing and wheezing into the grass hoping to catch a fresh uh, catch a uh, you know a breath of fresh air uh, trying to rub the soot from their eyes while also ripping handfuls of grass out of the ground out of frustration their mind not only focusing on trying to see and breathe but also um about this sort of amalgamation and whirlwind of thoughts moving through them okay interesting dorothy um how are you feeling dorothy's very upset but in a very different way i'm trying to like i'm trying to get back into the headspace where i was she's really upset that she had to see um such a harsh reality of like a person she befriended kind of being destroyed in front of her eyes in a way that is like so tied to like a terrible deep fear that she has of spiders and of you know the dark and all of that mm-hmm. just combined into one yeah. awful nightmare yeah it's like literally every like just looking at the list of dorothy's fears it hits just about every single it yeah. hits every single fear on this list it's checking a lot of boxes it's it was a dog you were afraid of it is spiders it is it it is in the dark. Uh, it is an adult man. Um, it is it hits a lot of these truly, and it's a it's a little bit of not their fault, but like it's abandonment too. Like mm-hmm. Edward's not around anymore, and like yeah, I, yeah. So having to see that all come apart in front of her, and mm-hmm. then to just top it all off with like losing probably her most precious possession mm-hmm. in that flashlight which is her only safeguard against a lot of those things as well. That's all she had, and now it's gone. Uh, paint me a picture of what it looks like as she's in this moment trying to regain herself. I don't think she has. I mean, I think she's... I mean, not, even if it's not, like, what is she doing? What is the... If, as uh, imagining, like, our, you know, pretend camera here, like, going from person to person at like the start of this episode you know fade in like smoke is rising uh from like uh, like an establishing shot looking over the trees smoke is rising we pull in we hear the coughing of you know dakota as she is like starting to like regain herself like doubled over coughing trying to you know get herself together and like the camera pants to dorothy what do we see i'm kind of just wherever wherever dakota has kind of dumped me a little bit like she had to pull me out i was reluctant to to leave even though it was a terrible situation like i was i was just so worried about my flashlight and so i had to get dragged out of there and i'm just wherever wherever dakota deemed it you know far enough for her to just let go of me 
I'm crying. Dorothy's Dorothy's crying. She's just probably curled up in the grass and just like trying to block out everything that's going on around her and like trying to just be like she she doesn't have any like there's no safe spot anymore there's nowhere for her to retreat to there's nowhere for her to there's nowhere for her to go she's mad at everyone everyone's mad at her so she can't go to anybody else either and so she's just curled up trying to block out the world our camera lingers on the kind of curled up crying form of dorothy and slowly moves over to walter walter is just um walter just feels kind of defeated like he feels like he feels like they almost had you know a a a big victory you know that 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 real like progress real moving forward was like just within their grasp you know despite everything terrible going on it's like felt like there was this one thing that was maybe about to go right and it and it didn't and he he knows that you know it's 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 a lot of uh you know i i think he is quietly he's quietly mad at at dorothy but he also knows that he's the one that lit the fires i think he's you know he he knows he knows he didn't start the the conflict but he is and i and i think that's what he's doing is he's just like watching the smoke and just just like blankly staring at it and just like knowing that that this was him oh uh, what does the camera see i think it is just um yeah i mean i think he's just like standing just like in the in the grass just just you know like fa- facing away from everyone else and just watching the smoke you all Kind of stand around here for a while. The camera then pans over to Marley, who is found, who is also similarly like coughing, uh, but she's like found like a spot to like kind of sit down. Has her like legs up, knees to chest, like kind of just holding it as she's like coughing into her legs, head down, like not looking at anyone, uh, turned away from the the hole in which all the smoke is coming out from and there is minutes of just silence or at least not talking right where it is just the sounds of coughing of crying and the breeze as the wind moves through sublime counties valleys through the trees the rustling of leaves and foliage the chirping of distant birds and the sounds of nature as kind of a background to everything that's going on here. Who do you think breaks the silence? I think Dakota looks over at Dorothy and like glares at at her, gritting her teeth, trying to hold back whatever outburst is smoldering inside of their of their head, um, but just glaring daggers at Dorothy. Dorothy is not not clocking this. As like she's just like curled up crying to herself. Yeah, I imagine I'm like clutching that pumpkin. Like it's the only thing I have left. Is there a point, Dakota, where you actually say something? Yeah. Um I think after a few minutes of just trying to hold their tongue, Dakota kind of 
like mumbles and is like, "Are you proud of yourself, Dorothy?" Dorothy like maybe is kind of faced toward you. She just uh rolls to her other side, face away. So you're not even gonna apologize for what you did, what you put us all through. Walter had this. Walter was talking with Rose, and things were gonna work out. Why, Dorothy? She killed Edward. You think she killed Edward? We know. We know very well. The stranger back at the school was ready to kill Edgar at a whim, and Rose said that the stranger gives her these bodies. And you think she did it? I knew you were naive, but I didn't think it was this bad. She put the spiders there. She sent them after us. And she took my flashlight. She was told to do that. She was forced to put the spiders there. And she took that flashlight because you hit her. And you tore her down after Walter spent so long trying to make things work. You may see a monster inside of her, Dorothy, but there's a person there. It's just a big spider. It's not a spider. Just- There's someone there, Dorothy. Just shut up, both of you. When we get you home, you two can tear each other apart as much as you want, but we need to move forward. Forward where? We had opportunity with Rose. We had someone who's going to stick by our side and help us. Well, now I burned all of her shit, so we don't have that anymore. Anyone, anyone have any ideas? Oh, I don't know. Maybe we can read a few more children's stories. Um, I think what Dakota has leveled at Dorothy, like just on a very deep psychological level, is absolutely tormenting her. She can't, she hates the fact that she let Dakota down, knows that she's messed something up as she's often been accused of doing. I think with all of that, I've, like, Dorothy's just gone silent and absolutely just still because this is a familiar space for her. And even though it's not a good space, she knows how to act in it. And so she shuts up and she pulls herself together and sits up to try and, like, look around and see what is like what what is going on with the group itself because she needs to be on high alert now um is this her taking a gander i i kind of wanted to ask like are we i don't remember if you have mentioned anything about this are we mm-hmm. are we where we can see the carnival yes oh uh, yeah I, I didn't mention it this time i did mention it last time though the carnival is like off in the distance like you can see about like half of the ferris wheel um in uh in the distance so you're definitely within a walking distance of the carnival um into a point where like you know it is relatively nearby okay but we can't necessarily see any like details of what's going on over there yeah no just because it's still like the outside of the carnival is still like the forest of sublime county so it's not that completely clear just like view like to be viewed for, um, I don't I don't think I'm taking a gander. You're not taking I'm a just gander? trying to okay. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to uh assess where my next threat will come from. That sounds like you're taking a gander. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. Like not not like I, but like 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 not even the, like psychologically. Like not I'm not looking at the area. 
I know what happened here. I know yeah, no. what everyone is like. I don't I don't need to know any of that. I'm just I'm on edge I think, because I, think, I have been I think you might I've be been wrong a, about that. Um, uh, but I'm looking at the list of gander questions. That's not any of the like things that I'm looking for. Okay. I would I would maybe I just I'm not looking around. I'm looking at I'm not I'm not I'm not even making eye contact. It's just like a it's when you when you're okay. in a group of people that like you know and you just you can feel what is like what different energies are around you and like where you know who's going to go off on you or who's going to like say something or like that sort of stuff like that's this all that all... i'm aware of that's fair but this these questions also answer those things like what should i be wary of would tell you necessarily if someone you know what what thing would like make someone go off on you right now or what happened here recently might be a like might have a different answer than i think you might think it has who can i trust in this moment also seems like it would be along that list of thinking that dorothy is on um Hmm. and like what here is not what it appears to be also includes the way people are acting um like I mean, you don't have to do it. I'm just saying. I, I think mean, that I, these I can. The, I, I'm just saying. I, just I think feel that like some of those these aren't... answer the things okay. that you are saying that Dorothy is looking into. Because Gander is not just about the space; it is also about people. Hilda, roll Gander. Cool. When you take a look around, uh, describe what you're looking into, and you're kind of just looking at the kind of situation with everybody right now socially in a way uh, so roll plus noodle that's a seven that's a seven Ooh, ask your gm two of the following questions and one answer will be great true, and now you get to and the other will be me. a lie <laughs> my favorite thing i get to do <laughs> gaslight my players <laughs> that's a healthy dynamic um all right <laughs> what do i want to risk you lying to me about oh I don't want you to lie to me about any of these questions. All right. Um, <laughs> who can I trust? And what's the other one? What should I be wary of? Okay, cool. I imagine in scenarios like this where Dorothy is being heavily scrutinized by people, yelled at even. We all become very acutely aware of what's being said, how people are acting. Uh, but also when what people aren't doing, right? When... You know, multiple people have yelled at you in a room. Uh, it be- you become very, you become very aware of uh, who's on whose side in a specific scenario, and it becomes clear to Dorothy in a way. I think just by the very way that things have kind of played out, that Marley hasn't attacked you for this. Uh, Marley hasn't doesn't even have like the same like physicality in which like that like Dorothy might read as like affirming what what everyone else says like she doesn't seem angry and she is like sitting she's kind of like turned uh, her way like towards where everyone is now kind of looking at you all yell and you know she has this sad and disappointed look but it's not pointed at you um, as it seems to be pointed at everyone else so that is the answer of who can i trust and what should you be wary of i'm sure it has occurred to dorothy at this point um 
you know, that, uh, what's it called? Uh, Rose is not here right now. Rose is not currently around you, um, despite having come up this hole. And I'm, and, and like that kind of thought process of like being upset that you've lost your flashlight and perhaps even like wondering, like, what is she going to do with the flashlight? Why did she take it? Um, and kind of just wondering about that as like the thought like crosses through her mind. There is this kind of questioning of like, okay, well, where would she have gone? You know that you have a vague idea that she used to go to the school. Maybe she's gone to the school, but probably not. Probably didn't go to the sheriff. Why would she go to the diner? And just like, as you're going through like the different, the like cup, the handful of places, you know, of that exist here. Um, and uh, I think there's like this glinting, like kind of reflection that maybe uh, from like far off that makes you look over towards the Ferris wheel and the thought perhaps passes that, did she go back to the botanical carnival? And that is vaguely what you should be wary of. If you want to Jesus. either avoid or perhaps encounter her, the carnival might be the place that you should be aware of. What a vibe check. All right. Um... Could I? Oh, sorry. No, I'm not doing anything. Okay. I think uh, I would like Walter to sort of, uh, you know, act on his on his word of we need to we need to move forward. We need to get going. We need to do something. Mm -hmm. I would like to uh, see if there's anybody that I know Mm -hmm. uh, to. um, I'm using connected. Is what I'm saying. Of course, of course. So there's like a number of things that you all perhaps need help with, right? Uh, A, getting to, uh, getting to the like wild lands of the, uh, of the sublime out to the uh, border cities, um, past the forest. B, uh, (laughs) um, you're all dirty (laughs) and like disgusting and tired. So like maybe trying to find a place to find a place to like rest and clean up. C, and I don't even know to like what degree this is on you all's radar, but I think Walter, you might vaguely be thinking about this. Marley is turning into a deer. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Like yeah. for time. <laughs> um, and I feel like if anyone still is like even slightly cognizant of that, it might be, might be Walter. Um, so maybe you'll need yeah. help with that. Who knows? Um, so like, for this connected role, what kind of help are you looking for? I think I think like fitting with the theme of like moving forward. I mm-hmm. think he I think he's looking for some way to to, to get uh to the um the wildlands. The wildlands, yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh in your time here you've met your fair share of forest folk, roll plus noodle. Alright. Uh that is a what is my noodle it's a nine a nine you might know someone who can help but they may not be trustworthy that's the that's like the best that's the best answer i love that Mm -hmm. (laughs) i love that so much let's see who's someone that could help walter get to the wildlands Let's see. I mean, so you've been out there before, right? Yes. How do you imagine Walter got there in the first place? Was it just like years of walking and like eventually like making it out or like, 
or what even what what do you even imagine um brought him out there in the first place i almost think that and and like i don't know if i don't know how well this jives with the uh with what we with what we've established about the uh about the wildlands but um i almost think he didn't even necessarily go there on purpose like he wasn't trying to get there but he was like drifting amongst so many like so many so many people you know maybe hitchhiking yeah <laughs> to it to a certain extent and just kind of going wherever the wind took him and i i think it, at at one point he just sort of ended up there okay cool so it sounds like you might be looking for like a place to hitchhike then or like maybe yeah okay. maybe like a like a a place where truck stop yeah i almost thinking like like a place where travelers go yeah maybe what marcy said is right maybe there is like a truck stop it is the 80s it is the 80s uh yeah maybe it's like a truck <laughs> does stop. that imply that truck stops do not exist now uh, no. <laughs> that is correct trucks are now defunct <laughs> oh wow what's uh, a truck what is oh, like uh, I think I think biker bars are really eighties. Biker bars Not are sure. really eighties. <laughs> you looking for a biker bar? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like that. That's kind of fun. That is kind of fun. Okay, yeah, Walter. One of the places that you remember stopping by uh, during just like on your random like kind of traveling around, um, hitchhiking from place to place. You remember that there was this old biker bar out somewhere in the sublime um called the double hog bar and grill uh it's a place where you know a lot of people just kind of ended up a lot of travelers uh, a lot of people just hanging out having a good time it's not necessarily the safest place for kids for sure as i mean because as you know the people who end up being bikers are people who the stranger has determined emotionally and psychologically belong in a biker bar and as like yeah. you know a biker gang take that as you will what'd you say sorry oh i was just saying yeah so uh take that as you will uh you you're you're aware of this biker bar um it's not the safest place and the people there are may or may not be trustworthy just because they are the type of people that the stranger has determined are quote unquote uh what a biker is i think anywhere we go is going to be at least marginally better than a flaming spider pit so <laughs> yeah. marginally marginally yeah i think so i think i think uh i think walter says you guys are uh you guys are ready to move on. I know a place we can go. Uh, just, 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 um, polling here, uh, seeing what you guys think. Do you think we should steal from the carnival before we go anywhere else? Dorothy wants nothing to do with the carnival. I mean, what is there to steal? Uh, food. Uh, f- uh, food. Maybe. <laughs> How far is it to the place that you have us going? How far is it to the place? <laughs> uh, it sounds like you're going to need to make a forest expert roll. Uh, oh. Uh, you've been around Perhaps. here too long, but long enough to know where you're going. Roll plus noodle. Hmm. I got a 12. Ooh. A 12? Ooh. Boy, you know. I got a 12. Fuck yeah. 
So you know exactly. It was a it was a dirty twelve. Oh, oh. <laughs> sad. Um, you know how <laughs> you know how to get where you're going and can expedite the journey. Cool. So you are certain that you know your way through the woods and you can get everybody there in like probably about a day, but it's going to be a long walk. It is going to be basically the entire day of walking in order to get yourself there before dark. In fact, I mean, you probably actually, um, because we're already kind of like midday at this point, you would probably not get there until the next morning. And that's probably like the quickest pace you could go. Uh, yes, he says, I know how to get there, but it's, uh, it's a ways away. You might have to uh, camp out for the night. I mean, how hungry is everyone? I'm kind of starving. I mean, we had a, somewhat of a light breakfast, or at least for my sake. I like four bites of a hot dog, which is about enough for me. Um, I, have, I, have, I have like a 14-inch long body, so it you know, wasn't... <laughs> so is Dakota implying that, that they want to go back to the carnival? Uh, Dakota is hungry. That's kind of all. I mean, I don't think Dakota necessarily is interested in going back to the carnival, but also knows that, um, they're hungry and that, like, if they can't eat for us tonight, they're gonna definitely have to go hungry. Is, is Dorothy, like, visibly upset by this, by this, by the talk of this plan? Yes. Okay. Of going back to the carnival? Absolutely. Then Walter says... Hey, uh, what if you know the uh, carnival's carnival's not far? What if, uh, what if, what if me and what if me and uh, what if me and Dakota uh, go? We 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 can uh, we can scout ahead. Just check if there's anything weird there. I mean, yeah, you're pretty small, so I mean, if you can probably get in and out real easily. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And you can and you can just hang back, and we'll and we'll, we'll come right back. Okay. And then Dakota looks and goes, is that okay, Marley? Uh, she kind of looks over at you all for a moment and says, yeah, I guess so. I mean, are you sure it's safe to even go there? Um, I am entirely unsure. That is, uh, that's, that's, that's why I'd, that's why I'd like to take, go take a look. You want to take a look because I mean, you're unsure it's safe. I mean, I mean, when you say it like safe? that. I'm just saying there are other places we can go. I mean, is there anywhere between here and where we're going, Walter? Marley, sounds like you might have. I'm just saying, there are lots of places. The Sublime is huge. I mean, there are towns. There are lots of places. I just don't think going to the place where the spider, where Rose was, is necessarily a smart idea. Especially because I'm pretty sure all of the people there were also filled with spiders. Yeah, I was kind of getting that suspicion. Um, I didn't want to say it, but yeah. Yeah, so uh is there do, would would Walter know of anywhere that is like very near to to where they are now? Um to get food or just like in general? Somewhere relatively safe, I guess. Somewhere <laughs> that is not the carnival or the forest. Okay. In order to just like rest for a bit, get some food or just like Yeah. Okay. Um it sounds like it might be another connected role. Which is fine. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, it seems it the way that that is seeming to go, it seems like then that whatever you're about to roll for, assuming that you succeed, will be like a midway stopping point for between here and right the bar. And uh, that's a ten. Sick. Okay. Um. So connected in your time here, you've met your fair share of forest folk. 
uh, World Plus Noodle, you might know uh, you know someone who might be able to help out, and you know where they might be. Um, yeah, for sure. I think as a place where you all could rest, maybe clean up a bit and eat. I'm going to. Okay, here's the thing. You all, yeah. uh, you would know that there is. There's a laundromat, let's say. Uh, there's a laundromat. <laughs> there's a laundromat um, not terribly far from where you are right now. Would like probably take like an hour or two walking before you got there uh, if you kept following the road. Uh, it's this little laundromat that's uh, outside of you know, the nearest town to the Sublime County School for Lost Children. And outside of that laundromat is also uh, a food truck that usually like sits out there and like, you know, feeds people. Um, what a chill zone. Yeah. Um, so that could be, that could be a place where you all like get some food, have like a place to just kind of like hang out, use the bathroom. I mean, it's a laundromat. So if you want, you could wash your clothes, I suppose, but um, all of that's kind of, you know, free for you all to play around with, I guess. Walter uh, remembers the laundromat and briefly, one briefly like considers, could he survive if he put himself in one of the washing machines? <laughs> Maybe. And, and then, uh, and then decides against it. <laughs> decides that he will probably not try. Fair enough. <laughs> Dream uh, big, Walter. One, one day. One day. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he says, yeah, I, um, I know a place. It'll be, um, it'll be safe. Temporary, but, uh, safe. We can, we can rest for a bit. If you think it's safer than going back to the carnival, then let's do that instead. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, I think most, um, places in, uh, this world and all other possible worlds and, uh, all of imagination, um, would be safer than the carnival, so... Yeah, let's um, let's go, let's go there instead. <laughs> Dakota, Dorothy is like, door. Dorothy is like, kind of looking at um Marley with some adoration for completely turning <laughs> this around, <laughs> so that so that there's no <laughs> no going back to the carnival. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for the record, Walter didn't want to go back to the carnival. <laughs> Walter wanted to steal from the carnival. Totally fair. <laughs> that in- that that involves going back to the carnival, though. <laughs> to some extent. <laughs> to some extent. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Um, so do you all just like get up and start going then, or? Um, yeah. I'm gonna walk closer to Marley but, uh... and as far away from. Dakota as possible. Yeah, I think that's mutual. Hey, everybody. It's me, uh, Kendrick, your game master and your dearest uh, friend, I guess. Um, I don't know about that. We, We don't really know each other. We're more like associates, right? Yeah, whatever. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I mean, so much uh, to us, of course, that you would take the busy time out of your day uh, to listen to our little podcast. Um, We know it's been a second since we've done the main game or at least like the main story. Uh, So we're like really just happy to get back into it because we like, I guess, in game or like 
pretty far ahead. So now you all are catching up to where we are and that's super cool. If you are really enjoying all of the content that we're making, go ahead and follow us on social media on Instagram and Twitter at TalesYetTold. That's T-A-L-E-S-Y-E-T-T-O-L-D. It's where we post uh, most of our updates about when episodes are coming out, sharing any character art that gets shared with us, and just kind of talking to you all in general. If you want to engage with us even more, you can even join our new Discord server. Yay, look at that. We have a Discord server so you can come and talk to us and like talk about the show and things that you like and all that really cool stuff. You can find the link to that Discord server on the description of this episode. Also on the link page that you can find in the bios on any of our social media pages. Another way you can show your support is by leaving a review or rating on any of the podcatchers that do that, which is like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Podchaser. That way we know how you feel about us and other people also know how you feel about us. And maybe that will get them to want to listen as well. And it's just a really cool and easy way to be able to support us that makes us smile every time we see a new one of those. And of course, last but not least, I want to give a huge shout out to the Be Gay Roll Dice Network for allowing us to be a part of their little queer family. And, you know, it's just a bunch of us. Uh, you know, making content about people like us, sharing stories about people like us, and playing tabletop games with people like us. And also, of course, bringing people outside of that to enjoy in the wonders of uh, queerness, I guess. Uh, I actually have an ad for you to listen to right here for one of the amazing shows. So I'm going to play that right after I'm done. But don't forget to go out Eat enough food, drink enough water, get enough sleep, and take care of yourself. Because self-care is very important. And don't forget to love yourself like I love you. Bye. Welcome to the world of Super Idols RPG, where superpowers exist, but only among those with dreams of pop star fame and glory. Anyone who believes in that dream can be a super idol, be they an awkward gothic lolita, yeah, Valerie has her phone out. Uh, her phone screen's not on. Her <laughs> oh, phone looks no. closely. A recovering mean girl. Just to establish for no weird reason at all, but you all do go to this school, right? <laughs> <laughs> An excitable fanboy. Can can you? I'm really shy, but can you ask him if they could sign my jumper? Wait, hold on. Oh no, I transformed. <laughs> uh, can I have the autograph? A literal queen bee. Sorry to kill your buzz, honey, but you just have to get used to the sting of this appointment. Or a mischievous rapper. Lucia makes more clones of herself so she can have a huddle. (laughs) Join the members of Rhythmics as they reach for the stars in the second exciting arc of Super Idols RPG. A queer, diverse, narrative-focused masks campaign with elements of high school comedy, magical girl anime, showbiz drama, and superhero action. New episodes release every three weeks on Sundays. Check out superidolsrpg.wordpress.com for more details. You all begin the long trek to the laundromat. Just like Walter said, it's about like an hour, hour and a half of you all carving your way through the woods of the sublime slowly as, you know, day is going by. Um, it's 
like about mid-afternoon at this point you all are tired exhausted frustrated dirty you all have been through a lot right now just over the past couple of hours but days in general is it silent as you all walk is there like any like kind of conversation or is it just like silent like marching through the woods i think it's oh. silent but uh yeah i would assume as like they're walking through the woods dakota is taking any chance they can to sort of like kick big stones or debris along the path along with kind of breaking twigs as they move along yeah, I think Walter, I guess Walter's like leading the pack and like anything, anything that he would say would just be like, you know, cause he's a small fellow and maybe not the easiest to follow in the woods. So he, he might just be like, over here, this way. Mm-hmm. He'd be saying stuff like that. And that's the extent of it. We're not happy with each other right <laughs> now, it seems. No. <laughs> Sad. You all make your way through the woods of the sublime, slowly, carefully, and silently. And eventually, you all come to a kind of point in the forest where the road carves back through it, and you all come out of the edge of the woods and onto the road. And Walter, you know that if you know you follow this road for like another mile or so, you will find your way to the laundromat. You follow the road, perhaps somewhere deep in your mind, hoping that a car drives by that can ease your burden at least a little bit, maybe give you an answer on where to go. But sadly, there is nothing. And the four of you continue your slow, silent march through the sublime until you reach the uh, reach a point where you all can see in the distance a large white sign and like kind of that almost kind of a diamond shape uh logo denny's-esque is that what the is the yeah the you know the shape of like the outline of the denny's logo white hexagon and on the inside in bold red letters and kind of a cursive font and like blue sparkles around it it just says laundromat fancy laundromat very fancy sparkles sparkles um and yeah you all finally make your way to the like like opening part of the parking lot where you see the laundromat it is this large uh, rectangular building with glass windows along the front so you can see inside uh where you see uh the kind of vague forms of uh, like washers and dryers it is the the building itself is uh, like an old sun, like sun faded white with uh, blue and red like highlights along uh, like the poles holding up uh, the like outer part of like the roof that kind of hangs over a little bit um, and like along the roof and edges of the building as well. And in the parking lot, you also see a large uh, food truck. Uh, it is this bright yellow um and it's got like the uh it's got like on like painted on it are like different like ingredients right so there's like green leaves for lettuce and like red tomatoes and like chicken and like as if it was like thrown into the air on a yellow background and like taking a picture of you know and like that's what uh the 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 kind of base of it looks like and they're also in big red letters along the side it just says 
tacos. Hell yeah. This was a good this was a good choice to come here. I'm sure nothing is going to go wrong. <laughs> nothing nothing is wrong. Nothing I'm sure we're just gonna to we're just gonna get some tacos, we're gonna throw Walter in the washing machine, <laughs> and we're going to have a chill time. Yeah. Um yeah, Dakota kinda seeing this truck, um, looks at it and like their mouth kinda watering, like leans down to Walter and goes, Tacos sound good, but if I remember correctly, none of us really have money. Yeah. We can figure that out, I'm sure. Uh-huh. I mean, let's 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 go up. Let's go up. You know, let's let, let's ask. Let's see. Let's see. Um. Let's 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 see how much they're charging, and maybe we can offer a trade. We don't have a lot of things, but do we um, know if it's safe? I mean, is it connected to the carnival at all? Do we know anything about this place? I don't think it's connected to the carnival. I. How about I go up there, and the rest of you guys hang back. I'm the fastest here, so it just makes sense that I'm the one that goes. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Dakota kind of looks at the rest of the group and, like, kind of starts walking towards this truck. Gotcha. Uh, Yeah, you walk towards this truck, and, like, as you approach it, you can smell the delicious smell of, like, ground beef and uh, that's mostly it uh, uh like also like chicken usually like <laughs> i mean yeah it's a taco truck like what like what yeah <laughs> it's the you smell like the tortillas cooking yeah you like can smell yeah you smell the tortillas sure. Ooh, you smell that really like savory spicy smell of oh yeah 100 percent there are birria tacos here um mm. i don't know if you all are familiar with birria tacos but they are fucking delicious um 100% they've got birria tacos. But yeah, you uh you get here you smell that and uh as you approach uh the place you see that there's just one uh one person in uh in there. It's this kind of older lady. Uh she hold on give me one second. Cool. Uh it's this uh older lady. Uh she's got like the big curly like permed 80s hair, you know. Uh, she's wearing like high waisted jeans and like a blue jean jacket on, uh, and like she has like a red top like underneath the jacket, and she's leaning out of like the window of uh, the taco truck, smoking a cigarette. Dakota normally kind of has a slouch to them, and walking up to this taco truck that's basically in the middle of nowhere, they kind of know that they kind of need to present themselves in a different way Mm -hmm. and so dakota kind of stands up straight and like lifts their shoulders back talks a bit more directly and a bit deeper as they get to the taco shop and they kind of go um yeah uh, excuse me uh you see the lady kind of looks over at you um barely kind of moving like eyes move more than her head does uh and kind of nods with acknowledgement um how much is a how much does food cost here? Uh, she reaches down b- beneath the uh, counter. Or it's not really... Uh, yeah, the counter of the food truck pulls out a menu and mm-hmm. slides it over the uh, the top of the... What's it called? The counter. The thing that I just called it. Yep. Yeah. The counter kind of goes like, oh, oh, thank you. And then um, turns away and looks at the menu. Uh, you look at the menu... All down the menu, it's just taco. <laughs> it just says taco. Each like <laughs> it's like a very well designed, like kind of fun 
trendy food truck menu and every single thing on here says taco. They all cost different amounts though. Like the numbers are different, but each one is a taco. Um, but like your tacos here range from like 10 cents to like a dollar. Damn, okay. It's the 80s. Money worked different. Yeah, that's true. Money costs different. <laughs> that's true. Inflation. And we, and we have like none money though. Uh, <laughs> we still have yeah, none money. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, did we did we actually establish that? We I mean, we have none money. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. Um, is there if, any chance if Dakota that... is not carrying any money, then nobody is carrying any money. I think. <laughs> oh, nobody um, asked. Walter, Mars. what about all your pockets? <laughs> yeah, Can... all the weasel pockets for sure. Dakota kind of like put the menu like, underneath their armpit, and then kind of like walk around like the, the parking lot looking for like loose coins oh for sure 100 percent, you can do that um i like okay. that a lot um let's see is there a move for this oh no i'm thinking of the move that dorothy has um yeah let's just make it a noodle roll i mean unless yeah. you want to get someone else to do it like that's up to that's up to no 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 it doesn't i mean it's a seven seven okay i know what happens oh no um you so you're walking into this part this is not an empty parking lot i should say i i, I don't know if I, I i don't think i made that clear um there are cars here like there are people who are at this laundromat right as well and like even from outside you can kind of see people moving about on the inside as well and uh, i think uh it makes the most sense for like dakota to be like checking around cars right to see if people drop like change like getting in and out of their car especially like you know going into the the arcade uh, not the arc geez not the arcade um the laundromat and you find a dollar you find uh a dollar like underneath like uh a car that you're looking uh, at and then as you go around to like go and get it you bump into someone like not even like recognizing like there was a person there as you're like going over and um well, part of the reason why you didn't recognize them is because they're, they're pretty short. Um, you, like, bump into this kid um, who, like, kind of falls back as you have much more force uh, and momentum behind your uh, 15-year-old body. Uh, and they, like, fall to the ground. And you see this kid, like, fall out. He's got, like, long, dark hair. Um, and you see he's wearing what looks to be, like, an old, like, gym uniform. Wearing like a green, it's like a green t-shirt and like light brown athletic shorts, um, and like just like some raggedy old like tennis shoes. He falls to the ground. He's like, ah, oh, I'm sorry. Dakota looks up and like reaches a hand down and goes, oh, that's my bad. I'm sorry. He kind of looks up uh, a little bit, like he's afraid of you for a second, and then like hesitantly like takes your hand as you help. Uh, bring him up to his feet. As I pull him to his feet, can I kind of slide the dollar to my pocket? Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, you slide it uh, in uh, your pocket, and uh, you see, like he 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 seems like a little shy. Um, he's not like really like looking you in the eyes. And, like, sorry about that. I was just, um, I thought I 
drops something around here and he like goes to like look underneath the car where the dollar was but you got it so he doesn't see it and he's like oh, dang maybe i didn't what are you what are you looking for oh um i was i thought i dropped uh like a dollar uh, around here i was hoping to use it for the arcade machine in there but maybe it's somewhere else and you see like he like starts like looking around as well as like patting his pockets to like double check <laughs> dakota like while he's like patting his pockets dakota looks back like over to where like the rest of the group is sitting um and kind of like moves their finger over like the dollar bill in their pocket um and it's that sort of feeling where like you begin to like sweat because you know Mm -hmm. something is wrong and you have to and you you know you have to make a choice here Um, and dakota takes the dollar from their pocket and goes oh you you mean this one uh he had like walked around to like another uh part of the car so he doesn't see you take it out but uh, upon you saying that like he kind of comes back over and sees he's like Oh, thank you, thank uh, you, thank you so much. Oh, my God. Uh, and he comes over, uh, hoping to grab it from you. Dakota kind of holds it up above his head and he goes, you know, I do charge a finder's fee. Oh, shit. Uh, you see his face <laughs> falls in that kind of way where he... It's not just, like, a sad where it's, like... It's not just, like, a sad, like, oh, man, like, I wanted that dollar. It's the kind of sad of, this is a kid who's gotten his lunch money taken before. This is the kind of sad Aww. of a kid who immediately recognizes a bully when he sees one and mm-hmm. is acknowledging that in a way where he's like, fine. I Well, an arcade sounds nice. Um, do you mind splitting a taco or two with me? I can have, it, I can have one of the tacos. Well, yeah, I just want, like, maybe two or three, if that's okay. That's fine. It's only ten cents for the machine anyway, so, yeah, for sure. All right, thank you. And uh, Dakota kind of ruffles his head and hands him the dollar. Uh, Yeah, you see, like, almost Im- like almost immediately, like, he's a little confused because he was prepared for you to bully him, but, like, the thing that you said seems relatively reasonable it seems like he can't quite it it looks like he can't quite make up his decision on if you're a good person or not understandably (laughs) and so is like going along with it but i think you ruffling his hair in like kind of a playful way lightens up the mood like a little bit it kind of kind of walks over with him to the taco truck dorothy walter uh the two of you and marley see dakota walking back over uh with this kid all right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> damn. Dakota's, Dakota's replaced already. <laughs> Oof. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, that fucking sucks. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. But yeah, they they walk over. Uh, you see, this kid is like kind of shy. Um, isn't like really looking at any of you. Uh, he's about the height of Dorothy. I would say he's young in that way, where he looks like he's maybe around like seven or eight. And uh, Walter, actually, also, Walter, you would recognize the clothes he's wearing as, like, gym clothes from uh, the school, uh, from the the Sublime County School for Lost Children. Oh, okay, okay. I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be able to tell, like, what class he's He's wearing a green shirt, so you would imagine that he's part of the green class. That makes sense. That makes sense. 
Green class was like the middle one, right? Green, yeah, green green class was. Um, oh yeah, well, the green the class was the oh, middle. Okay, there blue we go. Blue class was the top tier. Brown class was the bottom. Yes, he's wearing a green T-shirt, so you would assume the green class. I think. Yeah, I think. I think. I think Walter. Uh, I think Walter speaks up. Hey, uh, hey, kid, how's it going? Uh, what's uh, what's your name? I. <laughs> there's this surprise on his face when you speak to him. As he was not expecting you to speak, and then you. Oh uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a weasel. Uh, Walt Walter, your name. Hi. How's it going? I'm, uh, I'm Jeff. Well, Jefferson's my full name, but most people call me Jeff. Or. Yeah, I'll call. I'll call you yeah. Jeff. That's what you like. That's yeah. That's what I like. Are you also a student? Um. Yeah. No. I'm gonna say no. Oh. <laughs> Are you, yeah. He kind of looks around and sees Marley. There is like this moment of like recognition oh, kind of quickly passing yeah. over her uh, in that kind of scared way of like not wanting to acknowledge something. Um, and then like just kind of looks back down to the ground and maybe like moves a little closer to Dakota. Yeah. Th- yeah. Jeff's a cool dude. He said he's going to help us get some tacos. Is that okay, Jeff? And Dakota kind of bumps them with their like with it with their elbow. Uh, yeah, we can get tacos. Sensing a bit of hesitancy is like, are are you okay with that? Yeah, I'm okay with that. And then maybe okay. um we can play on the arcade cabinet if you want. Yeah, I mean if you want to. I um, want I mean, to. I mean, have you all played it before? <laughs> I mean, like once or twice at the movie theater, but I mean, I can theater. just do that on my phone nowadays. You can play games on your phone? I hated that. I'm sorry. And thus the meme was born. <laughs> Is that the title of the episode? You have games on your phone? Oh, that's so good. Oh, that's terrifying. Actually, a little bit. Uh, I love um, I'm pretty sure he just said you have games on your phone. Like a yeah. question, but, yeah. also, but also, yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, um, yeah, it stands. Mean? He says you have games on your phone. Oh yeah, like a ton, dude. I um, does my phone still have battery? Probably not. <laughs> right, it's uh, been days. <laughs> it was, yeah. Uh, I mean, well, you also haven't what really been using it. What kind of phone does Dakota have? Yeah. <laughs> so maybe not. It's down to like twenty percent, probably. Yeah, it's like let's say. Do it's you want on, me to make a? Do, do you want me to make a roll yeah, for it? Yeah, roll. Uh, if you have a d twenty, roll a d twenty. The highest percentage you could be is twenty. Wait. Oh god. Oh, the, oh, the, the highest is twenty percent. Yeah. Oh shit. I mean, it's been like three days, so I imagine yeah. it's gone down. That's that fair. Makes sense. Yeah. That's a nine. Not a lot. What kind of phone? What That's kind of phone does does she have? <laughs> Dakota definitely has an Android. Sick. Um, Powered. Probably one of the older ones. So probably like in like a, well, I don't know all the models. The model right now is like a 2021, right? So take like three or four models back probably. Mm-hmm. So not a bad phone. Not a bad phone at all. Okay, cool. Uh, but yeah, you pull it out. You've got 9% left. Yeah. Uh, Dakota like unlocks like their phone and goes like, Oh yeah, I have this one I play a bunch. It's like called like Subway Surfers, and like they like open it up. You 
even the the way your phone looks, the way you open it up, like everything about this, you see, <laughs> you see Jeff is like mouth agape, eyes wide, like blown away, like you just pulled out a magic wand in front of him. <laughs> it's like what? What is that? It's my phone. That what? Hey, you want to try? What? How does? But it it's not connected to anything. Where's the cord? Uh, it doesn't need one. D- baffled, completely baffled. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Dakota pulls up uh, Subway Surfers and shows Jeff how to play it. Um, do you do that as you all are getting, as you all are getting tacos? Cool. Um, so you all get, you all get tacos. Uh, how many? I guess yeah. You get you get a handful of tacos. You're left with about like fifty cents. Um, and. You all sit down at uh, like some benches that are in the parking lot, kind of near this food truck. And Dakota, you are teaching, uh, you are teaching Jeff how to play Subway Surfers on their phone. Uh, you're pretty sure this will kill your battery. It's gonna go by so fast. Uh, like by the time you are done eating these tacos, if not before, your phone battery will be dead. Uh, worth it, I worth guess. It. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. yeah. Yeah. Um, while you guys are sitting down eating these tacos, and Dakota is teaching Jeff how to play Subway Surfers, is there anything <laughs> the rest of you all are doing as Dakota is making a new friend? Being heartbroken about it, just quietly. I, I think I, I I think I think Walter is sitting with uh, with Dorothy. I'd like to I'd like to take a gander. Okay. Cool. Wait. Before we roll this this gander roll, can I ask a question? Yeah, for sure. What is Walter's thoughts on the phone? <laughs> also yeah. true. Yeah, uh, Walter. <laughs> I think the only other time you've seen this phone is when you all were in the trunk, and she used it as like a yeah. light. As a flashlight. As a yeah. flashlight. And I think we might have been really caught up in what was going on in the moment. So it's possible that it's possible that you also did not recognize it fully at the time. Because as you all were like trapped in a trunk, um, but yeah, this phone—it was not a priority at that moment. Yeah, not a priority. <laughs> but now that you're getting a better look at this phone in a less stressful environment, um, yeah, this thing looks like something out of a sci-fi novel to you. Yeah, <laughs> I think his reaction is just kind of like more along the lines of just like, huh? You know, that's like that's different. You know, but he's seen he's seen a lot of weird shit. I have a question. Did Walter yeah. ever watch Star Trek? Uh, did Walter watch Star Trek? Star Trek I think Star so. Trek is yeah, happened in the sixties. So. so Yeah, I think um I think Walter's parents uh were definitely into Star Trek. So I think I think he's definitely seen some of that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, this looks like something out of Star Trek. Hell yeah. Yeah. I think I think he just thinks that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think he's like Walter's like he, Dakota's as, a Trekkie. <laughs> as he's like, as he's gandering, he is like, he does like kind of glance over at uh, at Jeff playing on the phone and just being like, "Yeah, oh, that's pretty cool. That's, that's pretty dope, actually." <laughs> that's that's pretty cool. Um, but Walter, you were also going to take a gander, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. What are you taking a look around at? Every everything, just, just like everything. the the just yeah, everything, sure. just yeah. everything. He, he wants he wants to get a better feel of of the scenario of of the environment. Okay. Roll plus noodle. And all the yeah. Oh, oh god. I uh, 
dropped a die, and then when I was trying to pick it up, I dropped the other Tragic. one. <laughs> Rip. Okay. It only counts if it's a good uh, one. That is a nine. nine. Ask your GM two of the following questions. One answer will be the truth, and the other, a lie. One of us can only tell the truth, <laughs> and the other one always lies. <laughs> All right, you've got your questions. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think my questions are: Who can I trust, and what here is not what it appears to be? Solid questions. Who can I trust? And what here is not what it appears to be. Ooh, okay, this is good. Who can you trust? You feel like Jeff is a pretty good kid. Um, you've seen a lot of people come in and out of the Sublime County School for Lost Children. I mean, you were a kid that came out yeah. of that school as well. And for the most part, I mean, there are a lot of kids who are just kind of kids. Some of them are born here in the Sublime. Others were not born here in the Sublime. Most of them are just kind of kids, you know? They're, they go through yeah. a lot of traumatic experiences in that school through their re-education. Especially if they aren't originally from the Sublime. But he's a good kid. He seems nice enough. You don't have any reason to think that he's like up to something trying to trick you or anything like that. Just seems like a good shy kid. And then for the uh, what here is not what it appears to be. It's so weird being in the sublime, not knowing exactly who directly works for the stranger. And it's all so, so weird. That you all just happen to run into this really nice, cool kid. Damn it, Kendrick. Damn it. He's playing games on my phone. <laughs> He's killing your phone. The stranger sent this kid to make sure your phone battery died. Oh, shit. Well, okay. Fuck. I think... That is not, that That seems like not enough uh, information for Walter to act on immediately. I guess now he's got that going forward. Oh, fuck. Well, fuck. Mm-hmm. I fucking, I ripped my phone out of Jeff's hands. This is, no, <laughs> no, this isn't information you have. This is information Walter has. No, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a silly. I, I'm I doing a silly. Sub- I'll let him play Subway Surfers on my phone for mm-hmm. now. For now. He better not waste my jetpacks. Mm-hmm. As, <laughs> he, um, As you think that he uses the last He uses the last jetpack. I've never played Subway Surfers. I don't know what any of this yeah, is about. Nor, nor, nor have I. As you are playing uh, with him, uh, Dakota, um, he's like very interested in like what you're telling him and like, like how like, you know, to get points or whatever in this game. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, there's this moment where, like, as he's playing, he asks, what happens when you get the top score and when you beat it? Uh, you can't really beat it. You just kind of go as long as you can, you know? What do you mean you can't? It's like, per- huh? Well, what's the point of playing if you can't beat it? Uh, pass the time, you know? I can do whatever I want. So if I'm on the bus to school or in class, I can just kind of... It's like, uh, you know, I can kind of just play this and do something else. It's you play fun. games in class? Doesn't your teacher get mad at you? <laughs> if they catch me. 
You see him gasp. I say, like, you tell me you wouldn't play Galaga in class if you could? No. Why not? Because it's, I'm in school. I'd get in trouble. Yeah, but say you wouldn't get in trouble. Wouldn't you rather play Galaga instead of school? I mean, but I, but I would get in trouble. The stranger would see me. Mm, maybe. You should get better hide. Maybe. What do you, everyone knows the stranger can see everything. Are you sure? He looks at you like kind of. Kind of cocks his head in confusion and says, yeah, that's, everyone knows that. I mean, you can't see me right now, can he? Of course he can. He always sees you. Oh, really? Yeah. He can? Yeah. Then he can, oh, then he can see all this. And she, he, uh, sorry, they, uh, Dakota takes and like puts a middle finger up to the sky. <laughs> she, <laughs> you, you see like gasp and like move back like, oh! You're gonna no stop! You're gonna make him mad. He's gonna he's gonna get he's gonna get mad at us. Stop it! And like tries to grab your arm to pull your hand down. He can't do anything about it, Jeff. And then Dakota, Dakota's still like sitting there, kind of like waving it around, like pointing it at the sky. As you're pointing it at the sky, you see the scar. The sky begin to darken as clouds oh, begin no. to gather and a <laughs> rumble of thunder in the distance. You see the look on Jeff's face as he goes, You got him mad! And he gets up and like runs into the laundromat, leaving behind the 50 cents uh, that was left over from the tacos. Sweet, more tacos. Hey, uh, hey, Dakota, I might ask you to cool it with the hubris. There's no way this guy can see everything. It starts right? raining. Let's just get inside. Dakota kind of ponders the idea of an omnipresent, um, omniscient being that is not like benevolent. So the four of you all quickly like run into the laundromat as this rain comes out of nowhere and starts pouring down thunder uh, sounding off in the distance, a bit of lightning. And you can see uh, the owner of the taco truck is starting, puts out like a closed sign and uh, as she's packing things up herself and you all run inside of of the laundromat. LGBTQIA Actual Play Podcast Network.